Sister City by Carrie Carlson. Fade In. Exterior, Vancouver, Waterfront Playground, Day. Anna, 10, spirited, implementer, determined, is swinging in a slow, regulated fashion next to Luke. Eight, buoyant, inventor, energetic, who is pumping to great heights. Reese, 12, cool, creative, closet athletic, is sitting on a log, looking out over the water and drawing in her sketchbook. Anna notices Clara, 11, resilient but worn down, independent, jaded, approaching the swings. Hey. Clara, sad and contemplative, places her backpack down on the ground, then takes a seat in the swing beside Anna. She starts swinging. How's it going? All right. I noticed you at school today. Was it your first day? Yeah. What's wrong? I don't know. Nothing. Do you have a brother or sister? No. Well, that's Luke. And that's Reese. They're my brother and sister. I'm Anna. What's your name? Clara. Lou, this is Clara. Say hi. And it's nice to meet you. Hi. It's nice to meet you. Luke is eight. Reese is 12. She's mostly cool. She'll help you out sometime if you ask her, but she's doing creative expression right now. Clara stops swinging and freezes. Nathan, teens, full of himself, rich, is approaching the playground with Freddie, an overweight teen, vaping, stubborn, and their dog, King, white bull terrier, dumb, aggressive. What's up? The dog. Oh, great. Here comes Nathan. Reese, Nathan's coming over here. Reese looks up toward Nathan and Freddie. Anna and Luke slow down their swinging and jump off their swings. Nathan is the neighborhood bully. He's an overconfident jerk with a dumb dog. And he's full of himself. Where do you live, Clara? We can walk you home. I'd like to vacate this place before Nathan shoots off his mouth. I don't live anywhere. Well, I do. I just... Um, oh, please don't let that dog near me. Reese stands up. Anna, glaring at Nathan, Freddie, and King, grabs Clara's hand, pulls her off the swing, and walks her slowly in the opposite direction. Luke surveys the scene and then picks up a stick. Clara, just tell me where you live and we can take you home. I live in the trailer park over there, but I can't go home. My mom is, she's not well. Anna and Clara keep walking hand in hand. Nathan and Freddie and King are getting closer. Luke tosses the stick. Reese, here. Anna, get going. Luke and Anna hold him off. Luke, grab another stick or two. Luke immediately sees another two sticks. He also notices Clara's backpack. Her backpack? Anna, wait. Clara's backpack. Oh my gosh. Oh no, I need to grab it. Clara, no! Nathan, you don't need to be so mean. Go home and empty your house. Yeah, right, know-it-all. Back off. Nathan, the backpack. Clara starts running back toward the swing set. Anna chases after her. Nathan and Freddie and King are closing in. Clara reaches out to grab the pack. Nathan snatches it before her with one hand, but Clara grabs it with both her hands. They struggle. Reese strikes Nathan on the back of his legs with a stick. At the same time, King launches forward onto Clara's leg with both front paws and teeth. Nathan reaches for Clara's pendant and rips the necklace from around her neck. Reese pulls Nathan's shoulders from behind. Freddie starts to reach for Reese, but Luke jumps on Freddie's back, wraps his legs around him, situated in a piggyback position, and covers Freddie's eyes with his hands. 
Clara reaches towards her neck with one hand and leans over to grab her leg with the other, letting go of the backpack. Ow! Hey, my pendant! Clara, grab hold of my hand! Anna pulls Clara's arm from away from her neck, and she grabs Clara's hand tightly. Ow, my leg! Clara, hold on! Anna closes her eyes, clenches both her hands, one tightly holding onto Clara's. Star power, star power, star power! Exterior, Yokohama, Orat, another galaxy. Waterfront playground, day. The two girls land as if they had taken off and landed back on the ground. As they absorb the landing, the sun is larger. The natural surroundings seem animated. Lou, feminine animated wolf, friendly, motherly, intelligent, has her ears perked. What the? Where are we? Lou! Lou gracefully leaps toward Anna. Anna lets go of Clara's hand and embraces Lou. Anna, what is going on? My leg is killing me. Oh, Clara, sweetie, let me take a look. Um... Lou puts her paw around the gash. She licks the gash, and it starts disappearing. Clara, as though forgetting what just happened, is completely comfortable with this action. She likes Lou and giggles. Anna giggles, too, and is proud. <laughs> that giggles. The gash has fully disappeared. Lou backs away from Clara, but is still attentive. Clara is now back in the moment, perplexed again, looking down at her leg. It's gone. The blood is gone. There are no teeth marks. Anna, what's going on? I don't understand. Where are we? Who's Lou? I need my backpack. Don't worry. Everything's going to be okay. We'll explain. Lou, everything all right with Reese and Luke? Yes, they should be here any minute. Reese and Luke land into the scene. Marmy, animated marmot, quick, loving, and Sabriel, animated mare, wise, street smart, appear. Marmy jumps up onto Luke with snuggles. Luke wraps his arms around him. Sabriel takes her place beside Reese. There you are. Marmy. My backpack. Yeah, you got the backpack. Thank you, Sibs. I knew you'd get it. Yeah, but we couldn't get the pendant. We'll go back. Hey. Reese reaches to pet Sabriel's mane. Nice to see you all back in the Orat. I thought, although I regret it is once again under unfortunate circumstances, you're all growing up so quickly. I never regret seeing you, Sabriel, and you don't look a day older. Hey, Reese, what about me? Oh, Marmy, it's nice to see you too. And Lou, how are you? I see you've restored Clara's skin back to normal. When will that king ever learn? We will think of a way to help King control his tendencies. He can't help it, which of course doesn't make it okay for him to attack. But if we put our heads together, maybe we can think of something. Which reminds me, I'd like to go see if I can get Clara's pendant from Nathan. Anna, there's no hurry when you're in the Orat. A pot of Japanese tea and table, tablecloth, cups, saucers, floats down and sets itself up. Green tea, anyone? Reese and Luke approach the table. But of course, after all, we are in a Japanese Orat. Indeed, Reese, we are in Yokohama Orat, Yokohama's Vancouver's sister city. No tea, thanks, but hopefully I'll get back before the pot's gone. Clara, hang in there, girl. Wait. What's the Orat? Reese, will you guide Clara to the Kepsar? Of course. No problem, Anna. The what? Star power. Anna. Star power, star power. Wait! Anna disappears. Is there any honey for the tea? Marmy grabs the honey floating from the sky and hands it to Luke. Thanks, Marmy. 
Can someone please tell me what is going on? Exterior, Vancouver. Waterfront playground, day. Anna lands back down at the playground. She looks around. Dang, no Nathan or Freddy in sight. Where are you guys? Anna walks toward the nearby bench campground. A couple sixties, a couple in their sixties, seniors, tourists, is approaching her, and she inquires as to the whereabouts of Clara's mom's trailer. They point at a dilapidated structure. Anna makes her way up the short, empty driveway, knocks on the door, and waits. After knocking on the door a second time, she decides to peek in the window. Oh, man. Poor Clara. Anna walks back toward the playground, still looking for Nathan and Freddie. She doesn't realize that they are now following her, but she notices that a group of kids are playing a game of football on the grassy field near the playground. Anna ducks into a train structure on the playground to hide herself from the public before summoning the ORAT. Nathan reaches through the open train window to grab her arm and shoulder, just as she starts reciting. Star power, star power, star power. There is a muffled, verbal, grunting struggle, portrayed in what seems to be an animated but dark, starry bubble. Nathan, let go! I can't see anything. You're gonna get it, Anna. Hey, that's my leg. Not if I can help it! Nathan and Freddy yell as though they were falling. We are left with the impression that Anna has shoved both boys. Exterior, Yokohama, shack, portal to the Kepsar, day. The cityscape is Yokohama, but the shack is situated in a forest park. The shack is the portal to access the Kepsar, an alternate reality, where Muratai Tasani, late 50s, gentle yet sophisticated, super powerful, godlike sorcerer, is expecting Anna. The Kepsar can only be accessed if one has star power, and it is through the portal of the shack that one can access star power, or learn if one is worthy of accessing star power. Anyone can open the door to the shack, but if you do not have, or are not worthy of, star power, you will not make it past your first step. The shack can be located and accessed in any setting, on Earth or in the Orat. Anna lands roughly on her feet and then sits, falls down on her bum, Raggedy Ann style, legs apart. She has arrived, purposefully, on the forest floor, in front of the entrance to the shack. Oh, dear. Hello, my dear Anna. Well, you knew I was coming. Yes, of course. That was a miraculous feat. Anna approaches the entrance of the shack. It is familiar for her to open the front door, to enter what becomes a wallless, floorless, dreamy space. She begins walking as though through a corridor, floating in the magical, celestial animation. She inhales deeply to mindfully unleash her star power, which propels her with ease to the other side, past the proverbial back wall of the shack to the Kepsar. Exterior, Kepsar, an alternate reality, day. The enlightened Murati Tasani greets Anna. This galactic atmosphere is starry and soft, but dynamic and energetic. The Kepsar, symbolic of nirvana, is like the inside of an omniscient crystal ball. It is heavenly, utopian, and peaceful. There are projections, floating bubbles of recognizable non-animated people, and atars, avatar-like animals similar to Lou, Marmy, and Sabriel. Anna sees projections of Clara, Reese, Luke, and their atars, drinking tea and making origami. How did you get a hold of me like that? Couldn't let Nathan and Freddy follow me towards the Kepsar portal. Anna, they don't have the star power to get them into the Kepsar. You know that. Right. 
They're bullies. What was I thinking? But I, I didn't want them to see the portal either. I agree that perhaps they're not ready to attempt the portal, especially given the circumstances. However, it is possible to guide a person toward the light if they choose. And that is why I love you, Maradi Tasani. You are always opening doors for me. But how did they get in the train? Nathan reached through the open window so he was holding on to you when your star power was generated. Freddy, like usual, was standing so close to Nathan that the magnetic pull absorbed his presence. Where are they now? The projections of Nathan and Freddy float by her. She can see, as though on a screen, that they are at a festival in Yokohama. Well, I spoke too soon. Anna peers into the projections, examining the scene. Exterior, Yokohama, Waterfront Park, Day. Nathan and Freddy are walking, as though tourists, in the middle of Yamashita Park. Nathan is clutching the pendant. There is a huge crowd, including townspeople, traditional dancers, and the local police force, in anticipation of Kanagawa Shimbum Fireworks Festival. Man, this is wicked! What just happened? Who cares? This is awesome! As they are walking, the two get swept through the crowd and more or less gently manhandled and escorted onto the Ferris wheel. Hey, I'm afraid of heights! What city is this anyway? Exterior, Yokohama Orat, Waterfront Playground, Day. Clara, Reese, Sabriel, Luke, Marmy, and Lou are all finishing their tea. The Yamashita Park Ferris wheel is towering above them in the background. They appear to have been making hundreds of origami cranes. There are 24 strings hanging from the sky, each with 40 cranes attached. Luke is holding on to the 25th string with 35 cranes, while Reese and Marmy are attaching the remaining five. The total of a thousand cranes symbolizes good luck. Clara is looking more relaxed. So now do you get the Orat? Well, I wouldn't say that I get the Orat, but I understand that I'm in one. Everyone nods reassuringly. And you three are Atars? Sabriel affectionately nudges Reese with her nose. Luke grins from ear to ear as Marmy jumps from the strings of origami to Luke's head, and Lou snuggles up warmly to Clara. Yeah, and we get to do fun crafts together in Alrat, like make Senbazuru super amazing Japanese origami cranes. Yes, Clara, we are all companion atoms. Mm-hmm. Which reminds me, it is time for me to reconnect with Anna. Are you feeling comfortable enough now, Clara? I'm a little confused as to how Anna's star power got me here. Like its name, star power carries a lot of power. Star power is like pushing your brain to different limits, almost like a superpower. Marmy jumps into Clara's arms, and she holds him naturally. It's awesome to have, and it feels amazing, too. Reese, I trust you to carry on. I am going to be with Anna. Sayonara, as they say in Japan. Enjoy the rest of your tea, my friends. Lou disappears. There are three levels of star power, and then levels within the levels. You have to graduate into them. Technically, Anna and Luke and I are at the medium level, or at super, superpower. But Anna started leveraging the state before Luke and me. She can access a more sophisticated, pendulumate star power. Yeah, but Reese is smarter than me, so she knows how to better use her powers. What are the other two levels? Sabriel approaches, approaches Clara. Clara gets up, as though automatically, and starts walking with Sabriel. Reese and Luke join them. Shall we take a walk? 
Yes. It's as though my legs want to take me somewhere. They're leading you to the star power portal. The first time you come to the Orat, your legs automatically take you to the portal. You will be able to find out if you can unleash your own star power, Clara. They reach the shack. It feels like we have arrived, but why are we stopping here? So here's how it works. When you open the door, you will start to feel the energy. Inhale as deeply as you can. You will naturally move forward, and your goal is to make it to the other side of the shack. If you start feeling like it is too powerful for your brain, or if you are not worthy, you will get propelled backward. If you find yourself back at the entrance, don't worry. But it just means that you will have to train for it. But why me? What do I have to gain from the star power? You'll find out on the other side. Clara opens the door to the shack, which is the portal to the Kepsar. Exterior, Yokohama, Waterfront Park, day. Nathan and Freddie are getting off the Ferris wheel. Nathan is still clutching the pendant. An old soul, late 70s, assuming, jovial, eccentric, escorts them through the crowd toward the water, where the cruise boats are docked. They pass an impeccably landscaped garden with a sign that says Yokohama. I think we're in Yokohama, man. This is insane. We're crossing the world in Japan. Shut up, dude. Let me think. As they are walking, Nathan and Freddie glance irregularly at their surroundings. They are infused with a montage of Japanese customs and culture. The sun is starting to set. Exterior. Kepsar. Day. Anna is looking at Clara's projection. Lou and Malati Tasani are beside her. Exterior. Yokohama Orat. Shack. Day. Clara has just entered the portal shack to test and unleash her superpower. She takes a deep breath. Exterior. Kepsar. Day. Anna, still engaged with Melody Tasani, can also see in projections that Nathan and Freddie are approaching the cruise boat area at Yamashita Park. She looks on. They're about to board the cruise with the pendant. Anna turns her attention to Clara, who is progressing toward the back wall of the celestial, spaceless shack. Clara is challenged by the power, as though a great wind is causing her to stall, but she pushes through the force with determination. It is dreamy and starry. The excitement is building. The faces of the Atars are cheering her on. Clara unleashes her star power. It will enable her to see Nathan and Freddy's projections. Exterior, Yokohama Orat, Shack, Day. Clara realizes that Anna and Melody Tasani are with her, and or not that far away. You're almost there, Clara. Stay calm, my child. You will be here soon. Clara livens upon hearing their voices and perseveres. She also starts to see glimpses of projections. First Anna, Lou, and Melody Tasani in the Kepsar, then her new friends transferring from the portal to the other side. All the friends arrive in the Kepsar, through the back wall of the shack, except for Reese, who stays to encourage Clara. I can see Anna and everyone. It's the new power, Clara, the first level of star power. You've almost made it to the Kepsar. Take a final breath. And Anna will be waiting there for you with Melody Tasani. Clara sees Anna and Melody Tasani, visions of wisdom and grace, then catches a glimpse of a projection of her mother. Forties, somber, bedraggled, zoned out, eating at a soup kitchen. Exterior, Kepsar, day. Clara completes her journey into the Kepsar, beyond space and time, getting hugs from everyone upon her revival. We've reached the Kepsar, Clara. 
That's the great one, Melody Tassani, awaits you. Clara, I knew you could do it. Welcome, Clara. Clara is greeted, formally, with a nod by Melody Tassani. Clara displays a peaceful demeanor, but is somewhat solemn, having been reminded of the image of her mother, who now projects as walking up to her dilapidated trailer. The projection of her mother is immediately overshadowed by the image of Nathan and Freddie. Everyone in the Kepsar looks at the same projection in anticipation. Exterior, Yokohama, Waterfront Park, Day. Nathan and Freddie are in the lineup for the cruise, and the operator, 60s, stoic, is standing on the dock. He gestures for money. Nathan opens both hands, showing the pendant in his hand, suggesting that he has no money. The old soul pulls out a Daruma doll and a lucky talisman wrapped in a brocade bag, indicating that he will exchange the items for the pendant. With this, you make one wish. Holy Nathan, I saw one of those on TV. Take it, man. It's a talisman. It'll bring you good luck. What's the dumb doll for? How come its eyes are not painted? This is creepy, man. Wait, I think you can wish for money. The sun is setting. You can use the money to get on the cruise. I don't want to get on the cruise, you idiot. I want to go home. There is a crowd behind them, making Nathan feel rushed to make a decision. The Kanagawa Shimbun Fireworks Festival crew is getting ready to launch the fireworks. Exterior, Kepsar, day. There is a noticeable growing excitement in the Kepsar. This mirrors the projection of the Yamashita Park waterfront, now dusk, where Nathan and Freddie are. Anna, you know what to do. Melody Tassani fades away gracefully. Sabriel, Lou, can you please quickly grab the origami cranes? Meet us at Yamashita Park. Sabriel and Lou vanish. Anna, are they going to give away my pendant? You can retrieve it with your star power, Clara. But pay attention to your timing. We can, we can count. count! Okay, let's do this. Exterior, Yokohama, Waterfront Park, day. Freddy grabs the doll and talisman out of the old soul's hands, pushing them toward Nathan. Well then, make your wish, Nathan. Not yet, my friends. Nathan, unsure of himself, throws the pendant up high towards the operator, still on the dock, and leaps onto the cruise boat, bumping people as he tries to get away from the old soul. Wait, where are you going? I don't know, man. Exterior, Kepsar, day. Anna, Reese, Clara, Luke have their eyes closed and fists clench. Three, two, one. Star power, star power, star power! Exterior, Yokohama, Waterfront Park, night. The festival firecrackers are set off, and the crowd looks up. They do not notice that Clara catches the pendant midair before she lands near the cruise boat operator. The old soul is proudly standing beside Clara. Luke lands holding the 25 strings of 40 origami cranes, which now have helium balloons attached to the top of them. He then releases the thousand paper cranes attached to more than 100 balloons, which launch above the cruise boat. A set of balloons and cranes brushes Nathan and Freddie, and not knowing what touched them, they reach up with both hands to knock them out of the way. More fireworks get set off. With their hands in the air, Nathan and Freddie both grab the same bunch of 40 paper cranes, which are attached to the balloons. Nathan inadvertently drops the talisman and Daruma doll. Another set of fireworks explodes at the same time. 
Anna and Reese land in time to intercept the lucky charms. What are you doing here? Clenching some luck in Japan, while ensuring that other luck runs out. I just want my bed. Well then, wish for it. Still holding the paper cranes, Nathan sighs, and then he and Freddy disappear. Anna and Reese walk off the boat to meet Clara and Luke. Anna passes the talisman and Daruma doll to Clara. The old soul morphs into Melody Chasani, and they all smile. Exterior, Vancouver, waterfront playground, day. Anna, Reese, Clara, and Luke are sitting at a picnic table scattered with pencil crayons. Reese is back at her journal, Luke is coloring, and Clara has colored in one of the eyes of the Daruma doll. Anna is examining the lucky talisman. I really can't thank you all enough. There are no words. I'm so happy to have my pendant back. Yeah, and that was pretty sweet how those thousand balloons went up, even for a lousy bully like Nathan. I bet he won't bother us for a while. He must be snoring in his bed right now. <laughs> the Senbazura are healing cranes, Luke. I hope Nathan will have a full recovery. Anna looks at Clara. You're welcome, Clara, but you're not quite done, my friend. This lucky talisman is on your side. Fill in the second eye on the Druma doll, and you will be granted one more wish. Anna slides the lucky talisman over to Clara. You have got to be kidding me. Anna, Reese, and Luke are looking at her, filled with joy. Star power. Exterior, Kepsar, day. Melody Tassani, Lou, Sabriel, and Marmy greet Clara, Anna, Reese, and Luke. Melody Tassani is swaddling a baby eagle, animated, peaceful, optimistic. There is a large, pronounced projection of Clara's mother, reading a book in a warm home by a fire. A smiling photo of Clara with a tamed king is on the mantle. There is also a smaller projection of Nathan sleeping peacefully, the set of healing cranes beside his head. Clara, you unleashed your star power. It came from you and your spirit, because you are resilient and because you are determined to believe in a better life. Melody Tassani hands over the swaddled eagle, Atar, to Clara. It is my honor to present to you. Fade out. Special thanks to Sister City voice artists, narrated by Laura, Sarah who played Anna, Lindsay who played Clara, Emily who played Reese, James who played Luke, Gabrielle who played Lou, Adila who played Marmy, Michaela who played Sabriel, Katerina who played Mulati Tusani, Riley who played Nathan, Jesh who played Freddie, James who played Old Soul. <laughs>